This episode of This Black Girl Podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is a super easy app that allows you to create, record, and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer, distribute it so it can be heard across multiple listening platforms, allows you to make money with no minimum listenership, and have everything you need all in one place. Plus, it is absolutely free. So to get started today, just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, hello. Welcome to this Black Girl Podcast. I am one half of your host, Lola. Um, Unfortunately, at this point in time, the lovely, vivacious Hildiva is away, but she will return to us soon. I hope everybody's enjoying the 2021 New Year. Um, I'm starting this podcast actually not alone. I do have a special guest if he would like to introduce himself. Uh, Hello. Hello. Um, I'm Lola's uh, significant other. (laughs) I believe she has a name for me on this show. Yes. I normally refer to him as the mister, but if he wants to give himself a name, he can. If he doesn't want to, that's... Everybody else is lost. I'm not sorry. (laughs) Um, But the reason why I have him joining us today is because um, I wanted to talk about a specific topic, but I also wanted to get the other viewpoint of it, which is interracial relationships. I myself, I am a uh, black cis woman. And he is a white cis man. And so it would make the most sense rather than speculating on a thought or opinion to include somebody who's not only participating in an interracial relationship, but that is also a reflection or the other side. So to start, Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you... Um, like growing up as a young person, as a child, like did were there interracial relationships growing up where you were? Um, was it something you saw in your family? Was it something you saw with like family friends or in school? No, none of that. Absolutely zero. <laughs> so what was it like? Just, just like what? White with white, black with black, Asian with Asian, brown with brown, like. More or less, more or less. Everyone was just paired off. What about in like your so your family for the most part has just been like white people dating other white people or I'm, married to? I mean, like both my parents immigrated to Canada um, before I was born from Poland, and there just isn't a lot of uh, pickings aside from white over in the motherland. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I remember growing up. There was one black guy in the Polish soccer team. My sister were like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> When did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Um, I don't know. For me, it was... There wasn't a lot of interracial relationships growing up for me either. Um, 
definitely just like growing up and even like in school it's just like you would see like you know white kids with white parents asian kids with asian parents black kids with black parents um there wouldn't be that much difference i guess or in that kind of sense it wasn't maybe until i went to high school Mm-hmm. is when I started noticing um, more people of, like, mixed race. Uh, yeah, same same here for sure. I mean, like, I definitely knew some mixed race couples in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely I've seen, like, I saw a few, um, most notably because, like, I was friends with a mixed girl. She was very... Um, I guess she was very like white passing in the sense that if you saw her, you just assumed that she was like a thick, curvy, beautiful white girl. Right. You know, when in actuality, like her parents were like black and white. Her dad was just really light skin. And then like her mom was like Italian. Right. So um, she told me and that was when I kind of got like that first kind of like glimpse she told me growing up that like it was really hard for her when she was younger in elementary school because she said that um, the white girls told her she wasn't white enough to hang out with them essentially. And then the black girls would tell her that she wasn't black enough either because she was so white passing. Right. And so she kind of felt like a misfit growing up because she felt like she didn't know where she belonged. And like thankfully and obviously she grew out of that like we ended up having a friend circle and groups of people that, you know, liked and accepted her as she is. But that was kind of like my first time encountering that there was an issue at in some scope. Yeah, I mean, like, it's interesting for me because even though, I mean, I haven't dated a lot of people, not for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my longest relationship we're doing. But, um... Like, I've only dated, I've only seriously dated uh, non-white women. Dated you, another black woman, and then one girl who was Colombian, but was also extremely white passing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, But for me, like, I don't know. I, um, the first black woman I ever dated was like, we just met on like Plenty of Fish and we just went on a date. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Like, we, we kind of thought we were going to date at the start, and then we we're kind of just friends for a little bit, and then we ended up, like, actually dating for a while. Nice. Um, yeah. I mean, like, for me, um, I definitely liked and had crushes on white men growing up, and it was, for some reason, like, in my life or my household appeared, it's like, that wasn't, like, don't do that. That's not cute. Don't do that. And so um, I briefly dated one guy in high school who's white. But then my first real boyfriend was like a black man. And after that, I I was like dating exclusively black men for a long time. Um, And then after, I guess, my first failed... Well, I shouldn't call it like that. But after my first engagement, that failed. Like, that relationship itself failed. I was just like, you know what? 
and like I want to broaden my I guess my I don't want to say broaden my horizon but I was more open to like dating other races again after that and then um yeah I don't know for the past like number of years I've just I've ended up dating white men and I've been ragged on a lot for it (laughs) I've been dragged on I've been dragged I've been dragged it's fine it is what it is um but I don't know I just feel like you I want to know from your end because I can say for myself personally I get a lot of criticism for dating white men um, I mean, I feel like I'm in a, I'm in a special circumstance. I was never, I mean, the people that I would get criticism from mm-hmm. were more part of my life when I was younger. Like my family, especially my parents, mm-hmm. uh, they're old Europeans. So of course they're kind of racist. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, and I feel like I've already criticism. It's from there, but just because of like how my family situation shaked out and also like my family's relationship with family friends I used to have, a lot of those bridges got burned when I grew up too. Oh. And so like the only people that I'm really close to now are more people within my age range and though they have no problem with it. So I almost feel like I've never really gotten flack for it. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from like a few uncomfortable instances with family personally, but like <laughs> everybody has their own special relationship to their family, right? So yeah, yeah. that's true. I mean, in terms of, like, being dragged by outside people, it's, like, people are very, can be audacious sometimes, and, like, I've been asked a lot, like, why are you with that guy? Why are you with a white guy? You couldn't find a black guy to be with? Da-da-da-da. And I'm, like, that's not it. (laughs) Like, that's real. like, why does... Why does race have to be a prerequisite first and foremost? And like, second of all, like, I like you, (laughs) you know? Yeah. You know, so it's just kind of like, should I be with somebody who I'm not as perhaps attracted to, somebody who I don't necessarily get along with as well, Um, you know, someone that I don't vibe with as well, but we're both black so it's okay i mean maybe maybe this is just my impression of it but i feel like that's more of an old school mentality i feel like younger younger generations are a lot more live and let live Mm -hmm. and i think it's very silly to to go into relationships like having an idea of what you want already or like thinking that some people wouldn't be your type just because of something Mm -hmm. like you know um, because it's just like, why would you want to close yourself off from blessings like that? Like, you know, the heart wants what the heart wants. You can't like make yourself love somebody. Well, I also felt like in terms of those particular people, it almost felt like it was a push to settle because the type of people, and most of them were men that would criticize me for dating a white man. Were, were like also slightly interested in me and so it's like okay but like are you are you bringing to the table what like Bay's bringing to the table because like the 
Bae's bringing the table, the tablecloth, the cutlery, the flatware, the plates, the glass. Like, are you bringing all of that? You know what's so funny? As soon as you said, like, it was mostly men who criticized me, I was like, they're jealous. 100% jealousy. I get it. I don't want to say jealous. jealous. I don't want to say jealous. I don't want to say jealous, but it's like... It's, it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of like, it felt like the conversation to me was like, oh, you're dating a white guy and you're happy with him because he's doing what you want. I won't do what he wants, but you should be with me though because I'm black and you're black and that should be good enough. And it's like, mm, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, it, it makes a lot of sense you hear a lot more from men too, just because like, Men tend to look at women a lot as a means to an end, and that definitely falls into that line of logic. Yeah, but, like, I've definitely, I've had the conversation with women, too. Like, I've had conversations with friends where some friends just thought I was not interested in black men at all because for a number of years, they've seen me date white men. And the joke's on them, I'm just... I just date for a long time, like yeah. long periods of time. So like before I was, I was dating you, like we've been dating for almost a year now. Yeah. And like before I was dating you, I was dating my ex-husband or married. I was yeah, married. You were with your ex-husband. I was with my ex-husband for like five years, five and a half years. Mm. And then my relationship before that, I was with that person for almost a year. And then before that, I was with... um a black man and I dated him for four and a half years so it's not like I couldn't be with somebody of a different race it's just you may have seen it for a long time because I I end up dating people for a long time you know I feel you on that though because like like I said before like I've only really seriously dated three women I dated one black woman for like eight-ish months Mm -hmm. um that one Colombian woman for like four-ish months and then you for almost a year and like it's not like I planned to not do you know what I mean like yeah. it just it just happened to work out that way like it's not like I've never asked a white woman on a date I've asked plenty of white women on dates and gone on plenty of dates with white women yeah it's just that like it just happened to pan out in such a way that like I never got really serious with anybody who was white right and like I've been on dates with black men and like you know I've gone out with them I've talked to them things like that and it's just like you said it's just never panned out necessarily with them for me mm-hmm. but it was just I don't know I found it a little hurtful because it's like when especially when I would have um certain friends be like oh you don't like black men like that 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 it hurt me because it's like I have like siblings that are black you know like I have like a brother and a half brother who are black mm. and they are you know wonderful upstanding proper young men my brother my my i guess i have an old well he's not older than me but i have an older brother and a younger brother but the older one he's married he's been happily married he treats his wife with such care like ideally he i look at him and he's goals in terms of mm-hmm. like this is what you want in a partner someone who's supportive uplifting who who makes you laugh who's caring who's smart and those are the same characteristics i look for in a partner and i'm not gonna just be like oh well i'm gonna ixnay this whole situation if he checks off all the boxes but he's not black mm-hmm. like who the fuck cares yeah, and in its own ways, it's like um, it's like a different type 
well, I don't know. I don't want to go as far as say it's like a different type of racism, but it's a different type of prejudice. Mm-hmm. Um, and isn't the goal ultimately to get past that kind of stuff? Yeah. You know, because um, like, yeah, even if even if you're looking at it as like a positive, right? If you're saying like, oh, I could only ever date a black man, then aren't you in some way taking black men and putting them all some kind of monolith? Even if you are saying like, it's a pretty one. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Um, people have their own experiences and stuff and you need a, I don't know. I view relationships kind of like uh, like a process of discovery. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're going through the desert. And you find yourself a little artifact and you take a bunch of time to like brush all the dirt off and figure out what's really under there. Right. Because um, sometimes you think it's going to be one thing and then you do a little digging and it turns out to be something else. Yeah. Or sometimes you find something you know immediately it's trash and you just immediately throw it out. Yeah. Um, but also like, I don't know, I have a lot, I have other friends who have a harder time with this idea. Like they take rejection and dating a lot more personally, right? Even though it's a personal thing, I don't take it personally if somebody doesn't want to date me. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't necessarily think it makes me, like, a worse person or something just because, like, I'm not boyfriend material to somebody. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of people that I know that I think are good people that I wouldn't want to, like, date. I wouldn't necessarily think of as girlfriend material. Oh, yeah, you know? for sure. For sure. Definitely. I've definitely seen, like, people and I have friends. I'm pretty sure I've said this at some point to a friend. So, like, I apologize in advance <laughs> if because this is me in hindsight realizing how harsh and crass and perhaps rude it was to say so i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry um but i've definitely told a friend at some point in time that like i love you you're great but i would never date you yeah you know like (laughs) where it's like i literally love you as a friend like i personally i could i couldn't and i i realize now as i'm older how mean that could have come off if they do take dating as personally as some people do honestly i think that if you look like i think it's i think that i think that kind of opinion um like more deeply affects or hurts men than you would think because it's like a lot of men tend to look at relationships so shallowly that like they can't like if you're if you're out there looking for a relationship and a relationship to use mostly just like somebody who can stay in me that sleeps with me mm-hmm. then like there isn't a lot left to be rejected on that you can't not take personally right because then it's like oh well if we're not dating then there's two things you either don't like me or you think i'm ugly and those are both two things that are very hard not to take personally yeah as opposed to if you're just like we're not compatible we don't have the same relationship goals there's a lot more ways to be like oh you know this doesn't seem like it's gonna work out but it's not because of anything about like me being like less than or negative yeah. It's just that we have, like, different priorities or we're in different places and all this kind of stuff. But and that requires, like, a level of nuance that I feel like right. uh, I haven't seen from a lot of men bringing to the table when it comes to relationships. There's a lot of users out there. Oh, definitely. And I can um, speak personally, but not too personally, that, like, I've had a lot of um, less than stellar uh, moments, confrontations, situations with men that like I'm like I don't necessarily want to repeat but like it's unfortunately has been with black men too Mm. and as I'm older I understand it's more of like um I don't want to just blame society and say it's a societal pressure but like there's an expectation put on black men in my opinion of how they are meant to be act and treat women 
And because you have that expectation from them, when it sometimes happens, you just kind of allow it rather than challenge it. And so I'm, I'm sure that's probably, um, I don't want to say it's, it's the only reason that's like kind of skewed my perception, but like, I don't want to say, I know that's probably put up some personal walls for myself, but I don't ever want it to be something where it's like, I will never look at a black man and be like, I can't see the, your beauty. You know, mm. I can't see your beauty. I can't see your intelligence. I can't see your kindness. I can't see your, you, you know, I can't see any of that because of what other people have done to tarnish that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. In some ways I feel like it's not that difference between like any other men. Like I feel like men in general have, um, like there's so much of there's so much of masculinity that's so loosely and roughly defined Mm -hmm. that the only way people feel like they can define it for themselves is by like oh well this is a thing a woman would do would do so that means i'm not going to do it because i'm a man and that means i'm not going to do a thing a lady would do (laughs) which like doesn't make sense is ultimately childish like you know like men and women do the same thing all the time and don't and like you know um both of them don't do certain other things right right um, so it's pretty childish, but it's like, I don't know, like, I know, I even know white men that, like, would be very sensitive or, like, you could really get under their skin by, like, attacking the way or, or criticizing the way that they treat their woman in a way of, like, you don't want to be whipped or something. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah, like, yeah. Like, everybody would oh, treat yeah. people that shit, like, oh, oh you're yeah. whipped. Or you're just listening to your girl, or she's scratching mm-hmm. her thumb, you're yeah. waiting for the pussy. Mm-hmm. She wears the pants. Shit. She wears the pants. Yeah. That kind of stuff. That's fair. Um, but I, w- I want to keep on track. And just my, my next question to you is, mm-hmm. um, because we currently do live together, mm-hmm. what is... Um, cause we all have micro, like, you know, little stereotypes, opinions, thoughts, expectations. What did you expect, um, to see living with a black woman and like, what has surprised you about living with a black woman? That, like, you have so many wigs. <laughs> you have so many wigs. Like I would have thought you would have had like like a dozen or something and you've like got like 50. I don't have 50. I recently did a purge. Okay. But I So prob- you did have 50 and I, you I produced probably, I probably did have like um, <laughs> I probably have like maybe like two dozen. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Do you want to hear something funny? Sure. When I first started dating, when I first started dating, like the first girl I was dating, yeah, I was so not in the loop and ignorant mm-hmm. about like black black people and black women, especially in their natural hair. Really, I really had no idea. Really, like when I first started dating the first girl I was dating, I like had no idea she was wearing a weave or a wig or anything. You're just I, like, like hair. Abso- yeah, I was just like hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I didn't know till later that she was doing it and that, like, it wasn't her natural hair. And I was like, what? And like, how did that make you feel? I don't know. Like, I felt weird about it, but, like, I didn't 
think I... <laughs> weird? Hold on. Is it weird, like... That's weird that she wears other hair. Or was it weird like a horror movie moment? Like, no, 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 no. Because I never saw, I never, I never saw her with her natural hair and I never saw her without makeup. Uh, Actually, no, wait, sorry. I saw her twice without makeup, but that's because those were like crises moments. Okay, okay, okay. But um, I never saw her with her natural hair. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't, it didn't feel like, I don't know. I, it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Okay. And like I didn't I didn't feel mad at her or anything. Like I didn't feel like I was betrayed or something. Yeah. But it was like weird for me to have the revelation. Okay. You know, I didn't I didn't like take it as a big deal or flip out. It wasn't like a Reddit story. Like <laughs> okay. it was fine, but yeah. I, I just I just didn't expect it. It wouldn't be the thing I expected, you know? Right. Okay. Now I've learned a lot more. <laughs> yeah, living with me has taught you so much. Well, just living in general has taught me a lot. Well, yeah, that too. That's true. I'm still dying over the wigs. I do have an excessive amount of wigs. I just want you to know I do not speak solely on the black female community. I'm sure that there are other women that just have like maybe one or two wigs. Some women don't wear wigs at all and like to wear extensions or weaves. Some women don't even wear wigs at all and just have their natural hair and maybe processed and maybe not. But as you know, I love wigs. I love a good wig. I love to change up my look too much to ever commit to like a sew-in or anything like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's cute about you. I love that you love to serve a look. I love you and your fashion. Although you were cute when you did do those like, you had those like, what is it? I mean, what do you call it? Those like big loose. What do you mean? <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember around like Thanksgiving? You had like the sew-ins. Oh no no no! Okay. I had um, I had faux locks. You had faux locks. The faux I locks had, are really cute on you. I had faux. I had crocheted faux locks that you were like in. a little princess. Oh thank you, thank you. Everyone really liked my faux locks. Actually. You looked so cute. It was a very natural look too. Yeah, you looked real cute. I might I might bring it back. Oh, that'd but, be nice. But I don't know. I have to see. I I kind of might go for braids. We'll see. All right. Okay, well, aside from my multitude of wigs, what else was like an unexpected thing? Um, I don't know. Like, I didn't have a lot of expectations going in. So I don't know exactly. Um, I don't know exactly what to answer. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me. I wouldn't say it was a an expectation like I expected it, but it was definitely a concern was how much you would clean up after yourself. Oh. I don't even think that's like a race thing. I think that's definitely like a gender thing. But growing up and even like, I want to say slightly now, like Caribbean men are known to be very clean. Like very, like very clean. They're like cook, clean, laundry, everything, like on their P's and Q's. That's how I've known them personally. And like my friends have known them personally. That's not everyone. So that was a concern of mine. Just because, um, again, prior relationships with men who weren't black has shown a less than clean light. Like, unfortunately, them dudes had been messy 
and I've kind of had been the one to like ugh, like put stuff away you know like I see yeah. something like like and I don't know like I've cleaned rooms I've cleaned bedrooms oh yeah I never like it that serious like I've had to clean bedrooms like I would like I I like to clean on my own schedule. I don't always like to clean right away. Yeah. But like I don't have that much of a tolerance for mess. That's I, fair. I have a, I have a mid to low tolerance for mess, and that probably serves me pretty well. Yes, and I appreciate it. Yeah. I feel like for me, I'm I'm not necessarily dirty, but I'm definitely I can be messy yeah. in the sense that I can have stuff scattered about everywhere. But when I clean, I go like berserk and clean. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, dirt, dirt is definitely turn off, like, pet peeve, like, a pet peeve of mine, definitely, this is a thing that, like, uh, people in my family would do, is, like, if you're gonna go drink a glass of milk, mm-hmm. make sure you get that shit in the sink so fast, because, like, when that stuff <laughs> dries funny. out to the bottom, it's so gross. Yeah, yeah. It's so gross, and that kind of stuff really grosses me out. <laughs> That's fair. That's usually, like, why... I, I, I've noticed you kind of follow suit. I usually run the dishwasher almost every day. Yeah. Right? And, like, I, I try to wait till it's full, so I'm not wasting too much water. But, like, just basic stuff like that. Like, making sure that, you know, dishes are washed. Laundry is laundered. You know? House don't smell. <laughs> Sweet. And I think we definitely have processes to kind of make it more efficient so that it doesn't necessarily feel like the responsibilities are put more on one person than the other. Yeah, like our robots on. Yeah, our robots on. We um, have a, a vacuum. Just just to be clear, <laughs> we have a robot vacuum that uh, goes around our condo and vacuums the floor. And we've and, called it our robot son. Yeah, and, and he tries really hard, but he's not that good at it. Yeah, yeah, he needs work. Yeah, he needs he needs a little bit of oversight, but man, he's got he's got gumption. <laughs> I'll say that. He never tries. I mean, he never stops trying. He's always, he's always bumping into something and then backing up and bumping into it all over again. Right. Yeah. Um, now, I guess, when did it become, like, I guess, a realization for you that, I kind of want to know, like, what age, too, because I want to compare it against myself. What age, I guess, were you when you realized that you were, like, interested in women of the melanated melanation? Or at least women of color at all? Well, the thing for me is, like, I've never... I've I never excluded any kind of woman from who I thought I could date. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was just, like... But I mean, like, in the sense of, like, even just growing up when you were younger and you had, like, first crushes and be like, oh, that girl's pretty. When had, do you have a specific memory or a time where you kind of realize that, quote unquote, deviated from the norm in terms of, like, not looking like you? No. I can't tell you a specific time. Like, I was, for me, like, I was always open to it. Whenever I went on dating sites, I never was, like... Oh whatever! Like, did I did I get nervous like messaging black black women and people and like other non-white people like, mm-hmm. for like dumb? Oh, maybe I can't relate to them reasons. Like, yeah, of course. I feel like that's like yeah. natural or something. Especially as someone who like grew up in a very white neighborhood, grew up with basically all white friends, all white family, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But I never sat down one day and was like, 
huh those dark skin girls they're attractive you know <laughs> it was just like I, I like i always knew they were attractive and i was yeah. attractive and i was always at least somewhat attracted to them yeah you know what i mean but you said you were nervous though why were you nervous um i mean everybody's nervous about stuff they don't know and i feel like a lot of um i don't know i, I think that definitely with with white people in general that don't interact with other non-white people mm -hmm. i feel like even the really well-intentioned ones are afraid of like messing something up and like offending people and like getting backlashed for it or something yeah because like i mean for them it's not something they live with all the time so they feel like it's a way touchier subject as opposed to people like black and brown people who do live with it all the time mm -hmm. and so like it can't be a touchy subject right right because if it's if it's going to be a touchy subject deal with it every day like are going to be a mess every day in your room like sure you got to figure out how to deal with it somehow right yeah um but i don't know there wasn't really like a specific i wasn't like at some point a, a, a flips a flip switched or something like it was just kind of always there i was always something i was kind of interested in even if i was a little tentative about it mm -hmm. you know that's fair I feel like I kind of like clued into it maybe when I was in my very, very early teens because I had a crush on this guy who was, oh, he was much older than me. <laughs> but I mean in the sense of like me being like 14, 15, like 14 to 16 and him being like 23. Mm. So like much older in that sense. Yeah. But um I thought he was fine. I thought he was fine. He was a lifeguard and pretty eyes, beard. And um I don't know, for a long time it was definitely something in the back of my head I was interested in, but I just kind of semi never pursued because I was under the impression of me being black mm. automatically kind of like, I don't want to say disqualified me, but made me feel disqualified from their personal interest. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way. Yeah? Like, yeah, that's a similar feeling. That's... But you fine, baby. Yeah, but <laughs> I've only accepted that recently. So even, even back then, like when I was less self-confident too, it was mm -hmm. like another thing that you could like really your brain could really wrap around and, and knock you out with you know yeah um like i will say like i remember having a crush on this girl in high school like nothing really came of it we talked and stuff we we're kind of friends but like yeah. never actually went out mm -hmm. and like she was clearly not white um i don't know what she was like maybe she was like mixed or something like she was dark but she wasn't like black okay um and, but, like, I don't know, like, I never, I, there was never really, like, a, a thing for me. It was always just kind of, like, I was always kind of worried about how my family would react, react to it. Yeah. But also, like, I kind of also didn't give a shit. Um, and then, uh, like, I was just worried about being rejected or doing something wrong to, like, the person I was interested in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Um... And I've definitely also, like, messaged uh, black women who did find the fact that I was white to be immediately disqualifying. Really? Yeah. I, def I definitely remember back when, like, messaging some people and just being like, you're never going to date a black girl. 
never gonna happen. And I was just like, You were wrong, ma'am. Yeah, she, she was very wrong. Period. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, like, so I've definitely had it, but again, it's like, I don't know. It, for, like, from my side, it was never, aside from some personal family issues, like, the whole interracial couple thing was never really that controversial. I mean, it was controversial in my family for a little bit. Yeah. And it, it was like, it was kind of like how? Like, because, like, a lot of our family, um, like, family friends and stuff like that are mixed race families. So, like, you know, black, Indian, Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, black and white. Like we have, we have a lot of family that we consider like cousins that are mixed race. Like, and even like my immediate family, myself on my mom's side is mixed with white. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it goes back further enough that you can't really see. <laughs> Just see all this chocolate, but it's there. It's there. So you know. Europeanness is back there. Um, so I always thought it was weird when, like, you know, you get statements being told, like, you should be with your own and stuff like that. Um, obviously, uh, it's 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 kind of been... I feel like that, that statement backfired because it's like, at least with me and my brother, like, that statement would be like, oh, you should be, you know, date your own, be with your own. My brother dated somebody outside of his race, and I married somebody, like, he's married to somebody outside of his race, I married somebody outside of my race, and, like, I had a child with them, so my child is technically mixed race, and everyone loves everyone. There's no difference, no, you know, weirdness, no, oh, you're white, oh my god, or you're black, it's just, like, everyone's, everyone's great. Um, but... Is there, like, those concerns? Like, sometimes. Sometimes. Like, the other, um, I can't even say the other day. Back when we had lifted restrictions, and we went to my mother's home for my brother's party. Yeah. I was concerned that you were going to be the only white person there. Not concerned about you being there, but just being the lone white person there. Thankfully, there was one other person, but, like... I mean, I've been in I've been in situations being the only white the only white person uh, before. I remember going to a friend's birthday. Mm-hmm. It was Filipino, yeah, and like hardcore Filipino food, which is great. Loved yeah. it. Apparently, their mom loved me because I ate all the food and was super <laughs> excited about oh, it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, of course. Um, and but like it was it was weird being like in a room and knowing that there's, like no other people and also like a lot of them were also speaking Filipino to each other. Right. right. A lot of people, a lot of the people there were like older Filipino people that don't know English that well, mm-hmm. and like it was a weird experience because like I don't think anybody was like judging me or anything for it, but I definitely could like I definitely felt awkward. Right. Um, in the experience, but all of that to say is that like it's happened before since then. It's not something I'm as awkward about now. Yeah. So, like, even given the situation back then, like, I, I wasn't that worried about it. Well, I mean, I was worried because I was meeting your family and stuff, but I wasn't worried about it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. At first, when we were first dating, I was concerned because um, you'd always kind of mention your friends, but it didn't seem like you had any interest in me meeting them. 
and it gave me slight concern because I was like oh my god are these people like super white like am I gonna be the token if I show up at a function with this man (laughs) (laughs) and have to deal with like those backwards bumfuck questions because like I've had to deal with that in high school and ugh, it was gross I mean, I wouldn't let you deal with that shit. I don't know my circle of friends. I just clown them. Mm-hmm. Um, the sad part is you probably would have been. One of my friends has started dating um, an East Indian girl. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, East Asian girl, I should say. Not yes. East Indian, sorry. Brain farts. Uh, East Asian girl. And like, she's super cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's great. Mm-hmm. But that's like a more, more recent thing. On- honestly, the reason is because like, I just know there are some friends that were kind of in the friend group that I wasn't super close to that were like, I didn't feel comfortable bringing you around because I thought they would be problematic. Ooh, spicy. Spicy. <laughs> like, so, so of my, so of my closer friends that you know and you've met, mm-hmm. I had no problem bringing you, bringing you around too. But there's like two, two or th- like one or two people yeah. that I didn't feel comfortable in. And it's not even that I thought they would just come up and like be super racist or something. Yeah. I, f- I felt like I was raised going to be a situation where it'd be like, You'd show up, everything would be cool because you're super cool. They'd get comfortable, have a few drinks, say something dumb. And then I'd just be like, like the whole night. And like maybe, and I don't know. And you know, white people are sensitive about their feelings. So when you, when you shut them down, that kind of stuff, sometimes they get antsy about it. I mean, that's fair. I've, I've grown to definitely not uh, bite my lip as, as much. So Mm. depending on what it was I probably would have something to say back Mm. and I wouldn't want to put you in that situation either so I get it and I appreciate the honesty I get it I get it yeah I could just see it being really messy and I just don't want to have to clean it up you know what I mean (laughs) yeah I mean that's fair and that's honest that's all I can that's all I can ask Mm. um well we are actually we're pushing over 40 minutes so we will wrap this up a little bit we'll cut it short but um i guess i don't know what what else i should add like i guess what what is your favorite part i guess of being in an interracial relationship you're so pretty (laughs) no seriously you're so pretty thank you but seriously um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Personally, for me, like, I don't know what would be some kind of bonus that I would invite in, like, another relationship. I make bomb-ass jerk chicken, and you know it. Yeah, but Italian girls know how to cook, too. But they don't know Ow. how to cook. <laughs> I flicked him, by the way. <laughs> I mean, but can they cook jerk chicken, though? No, they can't cook jerk chicken. Okay. Hey, and your cookie's Ride very it. good. Okay, Ride right. it. can we re-record that part? And I'll no. just say you're cooking. <laughs> no, no. And it'll be good. No, you're so funny. Oh my gosh. Um, I would say the pleasant, I guess, a pleasant surprise for me, and that like totally clicked. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm dating somebody <laughs> of like a different, not only just a different race, but a different culture. Was when um, we were at your family's. Mm. And we were saying grace before uh, dinner. And then y'all just started busting out Polish. And I was like, 
I'm gonna have to start learning Polish. No, I don't even speak it that well. I know, but you can still do the prayers though. It would be it would think of think of how how much of a flex that would have been, okay? For your your pretty black your pretty black Christian girlfriend to show up at your like immigrant parents' house for dinner and then bust out speaking prayers in Polish. No, knowing the knowing the our father and the mother. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Um <laughs> actually okay, you know what? Let me go back for a second because you're saying like what's uh what's like a positive thing yeah you you can see in like uh, uh dating a black woman mm. for me like one of the one of the best things about not dating white women is with like a man with my politics you find so much easier conversation like it's so oh, yeah, it, the, the like how you think society exists and is established currently and what's wrong with it mm-hmm. i'm way more likely to find like kinship and overlap with not white women. Fair enough. Because a lot of them are just ignorant. A lot of them don't know shit. Well, you also have <laughs> a much more um, humanistic approach and view of life in society. And you see current structures, you see the problems in current structures as they currently are. Whereas a lot of people who benefit from those structures tend to have a more lenient and more passive view or non-existent view to them. Yeah, honestly, the thing that annoys me is just the apathy. Like, I feel like a lot of, I feel like if you ask a lot of people, they would say, like, do you believe in something like world peace and, like, I don't know, just the general idea of human flourishing? They'd say yes. Mm-hmm. But then when push really comes to shove, they can't find the gumption to really hold to those. Yeah, hold to those standards. Yeah. Um, and, like, white people are the absolute worst at doing that shit. Uh, so not dating them is great because you don't have to like deal with weird hypocrisy every once in a while. It's nice. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> I guess. Oh my gosh. But um, we will wrap this session for now. Hopefully you may or may not hear from the mister again. Um, you know, involving his occasional point of view. But nonetheless, I thank him for his time and his contribution to the discussion. If you have further questions, you're more than welcome to include them on our Instagram page at This Black Girl Podcast. You can also email us at This Black Girl Podcast at gmail.com and make sure to stream us on all streaming platforms. We are available on YouTube. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, Overcast, Public Radio, and all the others. I hope you are all staying safe and you will hear from us soon. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.